Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to get started. But before we do, I want to make sure you know about something incredible about to happen, which is Sales Girl Summit. This is our very first conference. It's happening on June 12th through the 14th. Now, we've done plenty of in-person like trainings and workshops and kind of larger scale events, but this right here, my loves, this is our conference. And I'm so excited to announce some next level speakers. We're going to announce that in just a couple of weeks. But you know, being a sales girl, it has nothing to do with the item that you sell, the service that you sell, the product that you sell, the off it has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with being the girl that people want to buy from, that people want to say yes to before they even know the offer. It's about being the girl that is completely like world-class and has complete ownership over her industry because of how much command she has over her message. I'll tell you what, I'm starting to believe it's not even the person who is really the best at what they do, but it's the person that's best at communicating at what they do, who ends up winning and who ends up being known as the girl to go to for blank, fill in the blank for whatever you do. And, you know, our mission is to really create world-class sales girls that can walk into a room and have in, insane command over their message, over their beliefs, and just be so irresistibly charismatic that people um, are just so drawn to them. And if that sounds like something you desire to become, the Sales Girl Summit is for you. So June 12th through the 14th at the Face Center, I've got a sneaky little hunch that once we announce our speakers, the event is going to sell much quicker um, than what most people are probably anticipating. So um, I cannot recommend enough for you to grab your tickets. I've, I've heard a few people saying that they're going to get their Airbnbs with all their sales girlfriends. And I think that is so incredibly fun, um, but they don't have their tickets yet. So I cannot recommend, like I said, enough to grab your seat. Um, hopefully there's some platinum seats left. There will probably be some VIP and then definitely, definitely general admission. Uh, so we'll link it all in the show notes below. And I cannot wait to see you there. We're going to have so much fun and do our sales girl thing. We have so many surprises for you. Ah! All right, let's go. I'll see you there in June. Enjoy the show. Good morning, sales girls. Are y'all ready for book club today? I'm so excited. I am fired up to talk about myth one. We're going to be talking about it in a new and different way and kind of just pulling it apart, teasing it out together. Good morning. Good morning. If you haven't even read Persuade for Good, that's totally fine because you're going to be able to catch up and, and uh, hey, Shelly, um, and get caught up really quickly. <clears throat> Before we get started, as people come on, I have to tell you this weekend, one of my sister-in-laws, um, I have three sisters and sister-in-laws, they're triplets and they're 19. One of them read this from cover to cover at my house and I was honestly so excited. I mean, I've known them since they were like eight, you know, so it was just a big deal for them. Persuade for good. And I could tell that she had a new pep in her step. I could tell she had a new kind of perspective and a new energy. And I was like, what was like a big takeaway that you got? And she was like, honestly, there were a lot. I was like, really? Well, if you could pick one, what would you tell me? And she said, um, I think the biggest thing is I now understand that the sales business is the people business. And I was like, boom, yes, huge win. 
if I could just get the whole world to understand that concept, then I would feel like I've made a huge contribution to the world. So it was just such a huge win I wanted to share with you. Okay, so let's talk about myth number one. It's all about how so many people are believing that sales strategy is more important than sales skill. Have you heard ready, aim, fire, ready, aim, fire. It's like a, it's like how you handle a firearm, right? You get ready, you aim, and then you fire. And I looked up what that mean. Like if you were to Google ready, aim, fire, what does that mean? And it says it means that you prepare yourself for your intended action. Take aim on the objective and goals, and then you execute. So ready, aim, fire means to prepare yourself for your intended action. Take aim on the objective or the goal, and then you execute. How many of you love to prepare for your intended action? Let me know in the, in the comments. Just be like me. I love to prepare and to plan and to strategize. It just like feels so good. I was actually cleaning out our Google Drive and I found so many spreadsheets that five year ago Macy downloaded. I either got them from a course, I got them from um, like an opt-in, I got them from, you know, it was like a freebie. And here were some of the titles of these, of these Google Docs. They were called Income Projection Spreadsheet your product suite formula, swipe my strategy, upsell and downsell formula, SOP templates, how to charge pricing strategy formula, content templates, and then marketing calendars. The amount of marketing calendars that I have tried and played with and color coded, oh my gosh, countless. Yeah. Y'all are saying that you resonate and it's so funny. Like when I was cleaning these out, I was giggling. I was thinking about, you know, the past version of Macy and I kind of felt for her. I was like, man, like I know the dopamine rush that you got when you downloaded all of these. I know how official you felt when you were looking at this income projection sheet. I know what it's like to visualize what could happen. Like hypothetically, if I did like play the game, hypothetically, if I did sell this many units of this many products, hypothetically, if I did have this many things in my product suite, this is what I could have. This is the result that I could have. And as a high achieving woman, I love to work hard. I like crave the hard work. If you grew up an athlete, if you worked really hard in school, like hard work, you're no stranger to it. And I think it was so easy for me to just claw at anything I could to work hard with to get the result. Like, how could I pair my hard work with a spreadsheet, with an income projection strategy that would project me into a certain level of achievement? And it just like wasn't working at all. And it's so fun to dream and to scheme and to visualize and to strategize and to plan. It is so enjoyable but it is just not work. You see, when you handle a firearm, you absolutely use that phrase, ready, aim, fire, 
But in business, the phrase has got to be changed. It has to be ready, fire, aim. You have to fire before you aim. And I wanted to read you the strategy definition because it's really fascinating. And this is why I'm talking about ready, fire, aim. The strategy definition is a plan designed to achieve an overall aim. What? It is a plan designed to achieve an overall aim. So think about it, okay? You're aiming, and this is you strategizing. You're like, oh, a little over here, a little to the right, a little up, uh, 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 a little left. This is all you're doing when you're strategizing. You're just kind of barely aiming, trying to get it just right. And I think like in Sales Girl Summer, day five, we talked about the word play. And all of us collectively said, oh, when we think about the word play, we think it's fun. We are attaching a meaning to a word without actually looking at the meaning of the word. And what we found is that the meaning of the word play, it doesn't mean fun. It doesn't mean enjoyable. It doesn't mean pleasurable. All it means is engagement. It means action. And so we assume that play is fun when really we just need to engage and take action. Well, same with strategizing. We think the word strategize, we think that means like, oh, I'm working. I'm thinking, I'm planning, I'm, I'm, I'm laying it all out. But it actually doesn't mean that you're working at all. All it means is that you're aiming. What? You are only thinking about the intended action. No wonder none of those spreadsheets were adding any result to your life. No wonder thinking and dreaming and strategizing and planning isn't actually getting you a result. And when you think about business, like changing, going from ready, aim, fire to ready, fire, aim. Like if you think about fire, let's just, let's just define the word fire for a second. Fire means, I'm going to read synonyms to it. It means fire away, fire on all cylinders. It means energy. It means passion, life. It means vigor, animation, zest, liveliness, vivacity, uh, gusto. It means force, potency. Like all these words are like full of energy. Do you feel the difference when you think about plan versus fire? Plan, passion. Plan, intensity. It feels totally different. So instead of aiming and strategizing, how can you bring fire and life to your life and to your business? You know, I think I talk to a lot of people, like especially who are considering school of sales and some that are even in school of sales and like their, their business feels dull. Let me know if, if you resonate with that. You're like working so hard but everything feels dull. It's like low frequency. And I can feel that because when I like kind of peel back the layers, I'm like, wow, you're spending so much time in your strategy and not really spending a lot of time in bringing things to life. And because they are dull, honestly, they're acting dull, their business is dull. So the question really kind of comes back to how can we take the dullness that you're feeling and that you're honestly being and bring it to life? How can we bring the energy and the passion and bring that word fire and plug it in and infuse it into what you're doing right now? And the answer to that, do you know what I'm going to say? It's to sell to others. 
Because when you sell to others, you sell yourself. This is so important. When you sell to others, you sell yourself. There is nobody with more energy, with more life, with more passion, with more excitement than the person that is sold, period. People that are sold on themselves, they cannot help but talk about it. They can't help but fire. The people that are thinking about the strategy and the, and the plan and what's the way that we're going to do this, they are thinking about when the best time is to sell their product, but the person that is sold can't help but sell their product. It's like the natural byproduct of how they live because they are so sold. And I'm going to tell you why this matters. When you think about selling, one of the best ways to think about it is building a case. You have a jury in front of you and your job is to build the case that what you are saying is true. And a lot of people are, are saying, hey, she's not guilty. You can just trust me. Just trust me. She's my neighbor. She's my best friend. Our kids play together. I promise you she's not guilty. You can just trust me. And the jury's like, no, no, no. I need evidence. I need you to back it up. And a lot of you are saying, hey, this product is amazing. Just trust me. You can just trust me. I have a family. I'm a mom. Like, I work really hard too. Do You can just trust me. It's amazing. And it's just not enough. You have got to build a case and prove it to be true. You have to. And what is so crazy about this is that when you sell yourself, like a lot of things are going to come up for you. I don't know if you've ever heard stories of people who are trying to build a case to kind of prove something that's not true, like whether it's like in politics or beliefs or religion. Like I hear about people who are like, I'm an atheist and like, I'm going to prove like that atheism is the, is the way. And then they go and do all this research to build their case and they've flipped. They're like, whoa, actually I'm wrong. I was actually just talking to Shelby Rose and Shelby, I know you're on here. I might be getting this not exactly correct, but her husband Walker actually did research about the Presbyterian denomination to say like, Hey, this like, isn't the best denomination or, or to, to kind of prove to somebody that his way was better. And he sold himself in the opposite direction so much that he is in year two of four of school to be this incredibly high level pastor. He reversed so hard that he went all in. Now, when you think about building a case, like, of course you want to build it for other people, but build it for yourself. Because when your case is so strong for you, you present with certainty. You present with certainty. And if you don't take anything from this live, take this, this sentence right here. People don't need to believe what you're saying. They need to believe that you believe what you're saying. People don't need to believe what you're saying. They need to believe that you believe what you're saying. And if there is a shred of uncertainty, if there is a shred of doubt, if there is a shred of questioning, it is going to come off like you don't believe. And that's why you have to back up and sell yourself. Because if you are not certain, I, I mean, the word certain is so important. It's like, no, there's no question that what you have to have to offer is the answer. It's just not going to come off the right way. I know when I was like a little girl and I would talk about like getting married one day, I remember my mom saying, uh, Macy, if there is a shred of doubt, don't do it. 
She said, I don't care if you are about to walk down the aisle, you have your dress on, we paid all this money for the wedding and everyone's looking at you. If there is a shred of doubt, don't do it. Don't walk down that aisle. And I think about that in business. I'm like, hey, if there is a shred of doubt, if someone said something to you that makes you be like, I don't know if this product is, is really that good. I don't know if this opportunity is that good. Go back and sell yourself. Now you're going to have doubt about yourself and what you're capable of. And that's normal. Like that's okay. You can work through that and you need to just keep believing in yourself. But I just want to make sure that you are so certain that your solution is the solution. It matters in a major, major way. I know for me, just like a life hack that I use, anytime that I want to want to do something, I write a sales message for myself. It's like, I want to do this, but I also want to want to do it. You know, there's like a big difference. And your ability to do that can change your behavior forever. To sell yourself on yourself or on whatever you want to do. Now, I do want to talk about strategy for just a second. Because your strategy has to be to sell. It's not what platform to use. It's not when to do it. It's not how often to do it. It's not to who to do it. It's all day, every day. That is the only thing you think about, especially like if you're kind of towards the beginning, if you're under that million dollar mark, that is what you have to do all the time. Constantly. Your only focus should be how many conversations can I get in? When I was first starting out, I was telling Austin this morning, my husband, I was like, man, when I think about like the thing that changed me the most, the thing that made me sold, the thing that made me believe it was sales. It was selling the act of getting on the phone or getting on zoom and talking to people. There were so many times I would be messaging someone on Instagram and I'm like, Hey, give me your phone number. I'm going to call you and just jumping on the phone and selling and selling and selling and selling and giving in my all. Like that was my strategy and that is what changed me the most. In my opinion, if you are feeling kind of uncertain or like um, trying to figure out if this is like what you're doing is working or trying to figure out if you believe, don't do anything different until you get 10 new people. That is like a very simple strategy that I would encourage you to do. Like don't change your strategy. Don't pivot. Don't, don't do any of that. Just get into as many conversations until you get 10 new people. Now, how long that's going to take you is going to depend on your skill set. If your skill sales skills are not great, it's going to take you a little bit longer and that's okay. But if you have really strong sales skills, you're going to be able to see, Hey, can I like really believe this? And like, what is my sales message? The only way you know what strategy to use is to know what your sales message is. One thing that's like so crazy, we've been looking at a lot of data and we're really focused on having um, data-driven decisions. And what we have found is like everything works. Literally, it's like there's not one thing that just blows everything else out of the water. It all works because the sales skills and the sales message from the sales skills is infused in every single strategy that we use. And this is why we talk a lot about money being a natural byproduct of your life because when you're sold and you have sales skills, everything you do will end up being successful. It's crazy. The people that you look in in life and you're like, man, it just feels like everything works for them. It just feels like their circumstance is great. It just feels like they're a natural born salesperson. You are not a natural born salesperson. You become a natural salesperson through selling all the time.
when you are a business owner or you work for yourself, you have to be your own boss. If, if a team member, if you're paying somebody, okay, and they come to you and they're like, hey, I just want to let you know, uh, you ask them, hey, what'd you get done this week? And they're like, oh, I planned for new leads. I thought about all the intended actions I was going to take for new leads. And then you're like, uh, okay, but where are the new leads? And they're like, oh, no, no, no. I just thought about all the new leads I'm going to get. You would tell them, hey, that's unacceptable. I need results. I need actions. I need you to tell me that you're actually trying something. And you have to be that for yourself. You have to look at yourself and say, hey, did you intend to take action with your strategy or did you fire away? Did you bring life to your business? Did you bring life to your product? Did you bring life to your sales message by fire, 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 fire? And just be honest with with yourself and be your own boss and say, hey, that's unacceptable. We're going to do better next week. This is how you get momentum. This is where energy comes from. A body emotion stays in motion. So if you feel dull, if you are married to a strategy because you've paid, you know, $10,000 to be in the mastermind and the strategy isn't working, but you feel like you owe it to the strategy or owe it to the investment to stay with it, I would just encourage you to really take a hard look at yourself and say, am I someone worth buying from? Am I somebody that like I would want to follow? Because a dead, dull person that's married to a sales strategy is not going to be somebody that you want to, that you want to follow. You want to follow somebody that is alive with passion and is not afraid to fire and then aim. I will tell you just a little bit of behind the scenes of, of guide culture as we are building our business and pushing up our pig of an $8 million business in five years. We are aiming a lot right now. Um, but that's because the firing, I mean, we've had 1200 students come through and now, now I feel like we can aim better. Truly after 1200 students, after thousands of sales conversations, after 37 cohorts, I'm like, Oh, let's aim. Let's try this. And we're aiming and firing at the same time, but you could only do that through experience of selling and firing, firing, firing. Now, if you want to close that gap of how long it's going to take you to get the result, you need to enroll in school sales. If you're anything like me, you're high achieving and you can work hard, very, very hard. But without the skill, hard work doesn't necessarily mean results. You want to be a producer, not just a hard worker. And the ability to have the right skill set inside of the work, that's going to change everything. I was listening to a podcast and a guy was talking about how they give young tennis players a test to kind of project to see how successful they're going to be. And they look for two things. They look for desire to train and the skill set. And if you're on this Instagram live, you have a desire to train. You want to work hard. You want to achieve. But the skill set might not be there. And you have to have both, right? You can't just have the desire without the skill because that means they're not they're not projected to be the tennis player that they, you know, that they want ultimately in their in their team. So you gotta have both. So I would just look and say, hey, I have the desire to train. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to make it work. But do I have the skill set? Can I get the 10 clients very quickly? Because we want to produce here. We don't want to just play business and play strategy. We want to produce with skill. That's all comment. Um, oh, 
sorry about that. Thank you, Michelle. Um, so I, if this was helpful for you, I cannot recommend enough to really look into school of sales because the way that you're able to master a skill set in just eight weeks and infuse what you're already doing, the strategy that you already have with sales skills could be life changing. I know that we've had so many students. I'll think of, I'll talk about Becca Gonzalez really quick. Becca, I hope that's okay. I'm talking about you. We use her in a webinar, so I know it's okay, but she, um, she invested in school of sales last year in Q1 and she was really hesitant because she had invested in so much strategy, right? And she was like, man, the strategy isn't working. I feel like I've put so much into it. I feel like I need to make this strategy work before I can invest in anything else. She ended up investing and she gave it her all. She went all in. And the best part is that she actually didn't even have to change her strategy. She just infused her strategy into what she was already doing. And she did $50,000 in Q1 that next year. Do not underestimate what can happen in a year. Do not underestimate it. It could be life-changing, life-altering. And guess what? Your strategy can stay the same. You don't have to turn everything upside down. You don't have to burn it to the ground. You can kind of change who you are and how you do things and get that same result. Uh, does this work for auto insurance agents? That's a really good question. So what's really awesome about sales skills is that it is, it, it is the foundation for any business. My husband is also in insurance. And the first thing that he did when he went into insurance sales was master sales skills because you are constantly in conversation. The thing about insurance is I would know the insurance business well as growing up in an insurance household, as I like to say, you are constantly in conversation, right? Everyone needs insurance and there's an insurance agent around every single block. So why you and your ability to demonstrate and convey the value of why you are the agent for them is absolutely critical because most people think they're just shopping for price, but we all know the, the best price is not always the best policy. So your ability to be able to convey it really simply, really effectively and build your case, going back to building your case in front of a jury to make sure that, uh, to, to prove that what you have is valuable. So yes, it is for insurance. Um, thank you, Amber. So I hope this was really helpful for you. And I hope that you feel encouraged. Like next time you're like, this strategy isn't working. I just want you to kind of move your thought to the next thought of like, okay, what is happening inside of the strategy? What is the sales message of the strategy inside the strategy that you're doing? How does, how much does this training cater to product versus service based business? So that's a really good uh, question. I think you sell jewelry. Is that correct? Can you tell me if that's correct? What's so interesting about product versus service, like ultimately you're selling to a person. You're still speaking. This is like the same thing as people saying like, Hey, does this work for corporate versus, uh, like entrepreneurs? At the end of the day, you're selling to a person. If you're selling on social media, there is a person behind the screen. If you were selling a product, you're still selling to a person. If you're selling to a service, you're still selling to a person. If you're trying to get a promotion, you're still selling to a person. If you're consulting for a uh, corporate company, there's still a person that ultimately wants a result on the other side of that. And what's so important about sales skill is that 
you're in the people business. Just like I opened this, I said, Hey, my sister-in-law read this book and said, Oh, the sales business is the people business. Oh, I get it now. Um, and that's ultimately what you're doing, whether it's a product or a service, you're selling to a person and mastering the art of person, people, excuse me, mastering the art of knowing people and being able to communicate with them. That is the ultimate skill. That is the ultimate skill. Uh, Alex Ramosi says, uh, if you can sell stuff, build stuff and lead people with one, you can make a lot of money with another. You can, uh, with two, you can build generational wealth. And with three, you can do whatever you want. And what's amazing about sales skills is that they are rooted in those three things to build something, to sell something and to lead people. You need sales skills for it all. And that's why sales skills really do make you unstoppable. I always talk about how I feel like everything could burn to the ground tomorrow and I would know exactly what to do. I feel like I could start a hundred yards ahead of most people because of the skill set that is so deep rooted in me, which is sales skills. It's a really good questions. Um, speaking of aiming, I want to make you aware that 2023 is the last year that school of sales will be at this price. 2024, that will be cohort 39 will be a new, uh, training and a brand new price. And I know that there's a lot of you that have been thinking about school of sales. I talk to people who, who are like, Hey, it's on my vision board for 2020, whatever. And then I also talk, talk to people who I just meet and then they buy the next day because selling is a process, not an event. Right. But if you are somebody who is like, I've been wanting to do this. It's been on my vision board. I plan to do it in the next couple of years. This is the, uh, last price, the last time that this will be this price. Yeah, Gabriella signed up just in time. You sure did. Um, so sales perfect. Brittany says, I'm school of sales, so grateful for it. Um, if you're a graduate, everything goes in academy for anything kind of new and different. Um, but for this current formula of the program, it is the last rendition for 2023. So we have cohort 37 and cohort 38 will be your last opportunities. I want to make sure it is over communicated that that is your the, final, the last call for this price. The last cohort of 2023 is, um, it's September is when it closes. September, October. Yeah. September is when the cart closes and then everything will be different in 2024. If you have any specific questions about the training, please message us on Instagram at the guide culture. I will be in DMS today and I'm happy to talk to you. Thank you for joining us for book club. Okay. The current price is, um, you can actually enroll today for $355. That's the first payment, or you can enroll, um, for the whole thing for $38.97. <clears throat> oh, thank you. Start date for cohort for the final cohort. Thank you for uh, court. Yeah, a lot of people need, um, really just kind of need to take that first step. And that's why this, the most flexible payment plan is 355. There is a, there's a few options. You can do like three month, six month payment plan as well. Um, I will, the enrollment page is in our bio. So if you go, uh, in our bio and just kind of look at the enrollment page, there's a lot of really good information on there. You can see a lot of wins to see what's possible for you. You can see the layout of the program and any kind of questions that you might have. You might get your answers there. And if you don't, you know, you can always message us on Instagram as well. You are so welcome, Dawn.
Yay. I'm so glad, Kelly. Thank you. Um, I will see you in a couple of days for the next uh, Persuade for Good live. I believe Kat, it's, actually, I think it's Shelby, and she's doing it on Thursday for the next myth. Everything is scheduled on the lives on our Instagram as well. So put it in your calendar and make sure you are there. Have an awesome rest of your day, and I'll talk to you soon.